Hello, and welcome to Greater Faith. You're listening to a special message from Prophet Bobby Wade. We hope that today's message blesses and encourages you as you go through your day. to bring our evangelist for today. Uh, Prophet Bobby Wade is a dear friend of mine. I started evangelizing uh, sometime around 2018 slash 2019. I had preached out many, many times before that for several years, but when I started evangelizing full-time, out of nowhere, this, this great man called me just out of the blue, and then he just kept calling me. And he kept texting me, even when I didn't call back, and even when I didn't text back, which I'm guilty of that. He would just keep calling. And you know what he was doing? He was becoming my friend. He was, he, he was letting me know, I'm going to be your friend whether you want to be my friend or not. Amen. And he is a dear friend, a dear friend to me. And he is a man of God. He is somebody who loves the Lord, who has served him faithfully. He is someone at our, our home church in, in Columbus, Ohio, where we are out of. Brother Bobby Wade was a staple there. We had a, a small group of ministers who would come every year, some of them multiple times a year. And Prophet Bobby Wade came a couple times a year. And let me tell you something. I watched how God used this great man, move our church forward to go to the next level time and time again. Now, God has done a lot here these past six months. But I'll tell you, we've been just bumping up against a ceiling. But we're going to break through that ceiling today. In Jesus' name. And I believe that Brother Bobby Wade is here right on time in the will of God to help accelerate and elevate this congregation to go to the next level as a church. Are you excited about it? Amen. Come on, would you clap your hands and give a warm welcome to my friend and our evangelist today, Prophet Bobby Wade. We love you. Come and share what the Lord has put on your heart today. And let's give that to the Lord. Can we do that? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give that unto the Lord. Let's praise the Lord with everything we have. Hallelujah. If you're glad to be in the house of the Lord, you ought to give God all the praise. Somebody that knows God has been good to you ought to praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I said somebody that knows God's been good to you. God's been good to you. Life may have not been good to you, but God's been good to you. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And uh, so there's a few things. Uh, Thank you, my brother. I I don't think I'm going to sing today. Hallelujah. The people wouldn't want that. Praise God. And uh, they they wouldn't, uh, you know, they wouldn't ask me back if I did that. Praise the Lord. Um, there are a few things that we need to take care of in the front end of this service. And um, there are many of you that have came up for a healing in your body. And some of you left with a partial healing. But the Lord wants you to go home with a total healing. Hallelujah. Now, we are really good at worship, ma'am. We're really good at worship, but not many have become experts in praising the Lord. Worship will release the gifts of healing. And in just a few moments, the gifts of healing are going to go through this building. But you praise to get a miracle. The gifts of healing are not the same as the working of miracles. You must, you worship to get, the the gifts of healing are the only gift in scripture that is plural because it deals with the emotions. Hallelujah. But the gifts of, the working of miracles deals with the physical body. Hallelujah. Are y'all with me now? 
Now, I've got a word from the Lord, but I just want to take care of this at the front end. Because uh, the gift, the, the working of miracles is going to be loosed in this building in the next 30 seconds. And you're going to praise the Lord. Now, you, if you are going to get a total miracle, you must be a praiser. And it does not, God, that's not a rebuke. What God is saying is, I want some walls to come down in your life. And the only way you can get the walls to come down is if you're a praiser. So if you came up here and you feel like something's lingering on you still and you just want a total deliverance of it, I want you to lift your hands and your voice and begin to praise the Lord with a loud voice. Right now in the name of Jesus, by the authority of the word of God and by the power that is in the name Jesus of Nazareth, I exercise authority and dominion over every infirmity in this building right now. Every back pain be healed. Every neck pain be healed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be made whole right now. Now open your mouth and begin to praise the Lord with a loud voice. Hallelujah. 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 Now, you can be seated just a moment. I'm going to work with the Lord. I hope you don't mind. Hallelujah. And uh, I may have you stand again for a reading of the word of the Lord. Uh, but I want to give honor today to, uh, um, I want to give honor today to Brother Azzalini and his family. Vinny Azzalini is a man of God. Hallelujah. Are you glad about the man of God? Uh, there is uh, very few people on this earth that I believe in like I believe in Brother Benny Azzalini and his family. They are here in the will of God. Hallelujah. I know you know that, but I want to see the atmosphere of this region with that. Praise the Lord. This is not just a local pastor. This is a regional pastor. And I give honor today also to Brother Gene Easterling, hallelujah, who uh, operates and functions as an apostle of God. Hallelujah. And, you know, the enemy wanted to do his best to keep, you know, as long as Jesus was just healing people, as long as Jesus was just healing people, uh, he didn't have much to worry about. Because there was a lot of folks that operated in the miraculous. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, there was a lot of people that operated in the miraculous. So as long as he kept, as long as Jesus kept on healing people, that was one thing. But where the devil made his mistake was is when he allowed Jesus to go to Calvary and die because except a grain of wheat die and go into the earth it abides alone you would not be a son of God or a daughter of God had Jesus not died but the minute Jesus died hell had an immediate problem uh, he had an immediate problem and because ladies and gentlemen now are you the sons of God now you're going to duplicate what Jesus did when he walked the earth Oh, I wish I had somebody to believe what I'm saying right now. I'm going to tell this church right now, hell's got a real problem in Ironton, Ohio. Hell's got a real problem in this county. And the problem he has is, as long as Jesus stayed out of the grave, there would be no deliverance. But now that he went to the grave, and now that you went down in his name, now he's got a real problem. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody shout, I'm a real problem for the devil. 
I'm a real problem for the devil. I'm a real problem for the devil. Oh, you ain't saying it, but I'm telling you right now, I'm a real problem for hell now. I'm a real problem for hell. I'm a real problem for hell now because I have been born again of water and spirit. And Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And so uh, God through uh, uh, God, uh, uh, brother, brother Easterling and sister Easterling have, uh, I know are out of this church, but I want you to know what's happened. What's happened is, is uh, there has become a partnership of faith. This church has uh, joined in partnership in this region. With, with uh, uh, each other, and we are now uh, one could chase t- uh, a thousand, but two is going to put ten thousand to flight. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell some of y'all something right now. I, I better not. I got to, uh, I'm going to try to get to my text here in a second, I guess. But I want to help this church with something right now. Don't ever believe for one second the thing you're dealing with is about you. Don't ever think for one single solitary second. Well, I'm already in it. I might as well go on in. Uh, uh, Don't think for one single solitary second that what you're dealing with is about you. Uh, Now, my brother, I like history. Uh, I am uh, a big, I'm big on history. And uh, I have it upon good authority that Abraham and Noah knew each other for about 60 years. Hallelujah. They had a connection with each other for about 60 years, uh, which means they had knowledge, uh, not just uh, knowledge of one another. They actually knew each other. Uh, My brothers and sisters, well, Brother Wade, what's that got to do with me? Uh, Well, I want you to know Abraham got the call of God. Abraham got the call of God to come out of his country, his kinsmen, and his father's house. Abraham got the call. Somebody shout, somebody had to get the call. Abraham got the call. But God put a Noah in his life because uh, Abraham uh, did not know how to build altars. Y'all ain't hearing me. Abraham did not know how to build altars. So God put a Noah in his life to teach him how to build an altar. I mean, who better to teach them how to build an altar than the first one that recorded in the Bible to build an altar? Y'all ain't hearing me yet. See, God didn't let this church come out of what it came out of just so it could survive. God brought this church out of what it brought it brought it out of because somebody was going to need to know how to build an altar so God help me somebody was going to need to know how to have victory somebody was going to have to know how to have a breakthrough so it wasn't just about you it was about who was coming after you Somebody ought to get on your feet and praise the Lord in this house. Uh, I'm telling you what I know in the Holy Ghost. I come to preach to greater faith right now. Don't you let any trial be wasted. Let the hell know I'm not going to let this trial be wasted. It was not for me. It was for somebody coming after me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Woo. And so everything that God has brought this church out of, and I don't know the history of this church, so you just have to, for, you just have to uh, humor me, but everything that God brought this church out of, every setback was not just about you. It was not just about you. You see, it was about everything downriver from you. Uh, hallelujah. It was about everything downriver from you. 
It was about the generation that would come after you. Uh, I don't know if you're getting it yet. I want you to hear me. It was uh, about everything that was coming after you. For I think I heard this scripture in the Bible that says, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all them that are afar off even as many as the Lord our God shall call so I'm, pro- I'm preaching to somebody for the last several months has had a mental attack on your mind that you cannot shake oh, and the devil's lied to you and made you feel like some dirty bum oh, but I got news for you here today don't let that devil lie to you oh I'm in the Holy Ghost just believe what I'm saying don't you let that dirty bum lie to you and tell you it's all you and you're just flawed and you're no good and you're never going to get out of that and why even try anymore I'm thinking all these things in my mind oh God just act like I don't know what I'm talking about but I do some of you have been under a mental attack like you can't believe but that devil is a liar it's not about you it's about the deliverance your family is coming out of. It's a- oh, hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise the name of the Lord in here. Ah. Oh, yes. I want you to lay your hand on your own head and say, this ain't about me. Ah, this ain't about me. This ain't about me. This is about my family. This is about the generations after me. This is about who I'm going to minister to on my job. This is about who I'm going to minister to in the city streets. This is who I'm going to minister to in the Walmart. I got into town on Thursday. Oh, God. Let me just... uh, let me just tell you something. Uh, let me just tell you a little secret. You know, uh, Roger Bannister uh, in the 1950s was the first man to ever break the four-minute mile. Hallelujah. Uh, he was the first man to ever break the four-minute mile. Nobody had ever ran. Now, I don't know nothing about running, brother. I'm... I'm built for comfort, not speed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't let this frame fool you. I, I, I'm all about, if you see me running, you better get to running. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I'll tell you right now, I, I'm the 1972 Cadillac Sedan DeVille. I'm not the Corvette. I like speed, but I'm not built for it. Praise the Lord. And so, Roger Bannister, I don't even know how he got it up in his mind. I'm going to break the four-minute mile. But, you know, he got in his mind. I'm going to break the four-minute mile. It's going to be broken. Somebody has to break it, so I'm going to break it. Uh, somebody has to break that, that, that generational depression in your house. Oh, somebody's got to break that addiction somebody's got to break that spirit of divorce that's been going through your family somebody's got to break it Oh, God, help me. Uh, Somebody's got to break that mental abuse somebody's got to break that child abuse Somebody's got to break it. And so somebody in this house has got to raise up and say, God didn't call me just to sit on a pew and speak with tongues every once in a while. You sitting on this pew today is a testimony against hell that I'm going to break what's never been broken. I am going to break what's never been broken. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody shout, it's going to break in my life. 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 Well, Roger Bannister broke that four-minute mile. Ma'am, since that time, over 1,000 people have broken that barrier. 
over 1,000 people have broken that barrier. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. All it took was for you to come out. All it took was for you to get delivered. All it, all it took was for you to have the breakthrough. All it took for you, all it took was for you to get the healing. God, I better come back here to the back. I said, all it took was for you to make it out. All it took was for you to have the deliverance. And because you got it, there is a thousand others behind you that are coming out with you. Oh, I wish I had somebody get on your feet and praise the Lord about that. Ah, somebody ought to get on your feet and praise the Lord about that. Oh, I said you ought to get on your feet and praise the Lord about that. Ah, a thousand others are coming out with me. A thousand others are coming out with me. A thousand others are coming out with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, I'm anointed for a thousand. Well, praise the Lord. I said, somebody shout, I'm anointed for a thousand. I'm anointed for a thousand. I'm anointed for a thousand. Uh, this is not what I came to preach today, but here I am. Uh, I am anointed for a thousand. I am anointed for a thousand. Now you get me with a partner, I'll be anointed with for 10,000. You get me with another partner, I'll be anointed for 100,000. You get me with another partner, I'll be anointed for a half a million. You get me with another partner, I'll be anointed for 1.5 million. Oh, God help me. I don't think this church understands the magnitude of what it has in it. Ah, but the devil has been trying to keep some of you out for a long time. Ah, but I came to bust that mug up right here today to tell you I made it out and I'm anointed for a thousand others to come out with me. This region I have the last, uh, the last several days. Now, if you're waiting for the good part, you're, you're going to be waiting a while. This is it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think some of y'all still waiting on me to read a text. Forget about it. They asked me when I came in here, do you have your scriptures? I said, no. Praise the Lord. The brother kind of looked at me like, uh, okay, well, hallelujah. That's just, hallelujah. That's just the way I roll. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I get joked. I, I, I get razzed a lot, ma'am, because I may even read a text and not preach what I read from. So what's the point of that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I came into this region on Thursday night. And when I got here on Thursday night, uh, my brother, when I got here on Thursday night, I came under, uh, I, I don't want to say it was an attack, but I came, un uh, I came under this uh, load, as it were, upon my mind like I had never experienced in many years. Uh, I, I came under this emotional uh, duress. And that's not me, praise the Lord. I don't operate that way. Uh, Hallelujah. In fact, the sooner some of y'all, uh, the sooner some of you uh, stop operating based on your feelings, a lot happier you'll become. Okay, I better not. I... All right, this is my first time, and I don't want to be rude or anything like that, but just, just humor me. Uh, I, I want this church to hear me. I, I came under this. I went into Brother Easterling in a, uh, a warfare. Uh, my mind was in a warfare all weekend long. And I, 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 I talked to my wife about it a few times because I, I want you to know there's some stuff you can't talk to people about uh, without them looking at you like you done lost your mind. 
And so I talked to my wife about it. Uh, and I, I realized that none of these emotions that I was feeling was coming from me. Uh, hallelujah. It wasn't mine to own. Uh, what I realized is, is that there is an emotional warfare in this region uh, that the ministry and those that are in these churches are under right now. I'm telling you, it is such like some of you have felt like your mind is in a vice. And it's like it's never ending. And every day, another crank turns. But I come to tell you in the Holy Ghost, that has nothing to do with you. God's allowing you, ladies and gentlemen, to discern those things that are around you. You are understanding whether you wanted to know it or not, whether you wanted to be acknowledged it or not. I want you to know that is not you at all. And you have to take those emotions and you have to let them know I'm not owning them. They're not mine, but I am being made aware of what's happening right now. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody ought to lift your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you have been battled with fear like you can't believe. Some of you have been in such emotional anguish. But that devil is a liar. Today we're going to get revelation. Today we're going to get understanding. Oh, that thing is not going to stop me from doing the will of God. Oh, hallelujah. Lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost one more time. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you have been walking around, man, I'm depressed. I want you to hear what I'm going to tell you. You are not depressed. Uh, hallelujah. Stop confessing the stuff God didn't give you. Uh, stop confessing the stuff that God didn't give you. Oh, I'm going to plow it up here right now. I said stop confessing the stuff that God didn't give you. Your mama may have gave it to you, but God didn't give it to you. Your friends may have gave it to you, but God didn't give it to you. Stop confessing to what God didn't give you. Oh, hallelujah. At some point, you got to tell the devil he's a liar. Ah, uh, well, Brother Wade, I'm still dealing with the emotions. You have to bring that thought into the captivity of the obedience of Christ. You have to bring that. Uh, you have to bring that into the obedience of Christ. Uh, my dear sister, just because you felt it doesn't mean it's yours. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Wade, all these vile thoughts that have gone through my mind. Well, you don't you can't control what comes, but you can control what stays. Uh, hallelujah. I'm going to say it again. You can't control what comes, but you can control what stays. You can control what stays. You can control what stays. Oh, it may have came, but it ain't staying. You're illegal. So I bring down every imagination. I bring down every stronghold because it is exalted itself against what God said about me. Hallelujah. God said you're victorious, but the battle you're facing is telling you it's the opposite. It has exalted itself against God's knowledge. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. And so because you felt it doesn't mean it's yours. You see, when you have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, uh, is this okay? I, I'm not, I hope I'm not boring you, but uh, the Lord is, your, your whole house is going to shift here today. The environment in your house is going to shift. The environment in this house has shifted, and now the environment in your house is going to shift. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, it's time for a change in my house. 
Hallelujah. It's time for a change in my house. Does anybody feel that way? Or are you just happy the way it is? Uh, somebody needs to shout in here. It's going to change in my house. Something is going to change in my house today. There's a shift happening in my family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's like, well, how will this church ever make up for lost time? Oh, God, I better not. I... How will this church ever make up for lost time? How will it ever make up for the time that we felt like we lost? Well, I got good news for you. The Bible has an answer for you. The Bible says that I will restore to you the years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the locust have eaten up. Let me try that again. I will restore to you. God said, I'm going to do it. God said, I'm going to do it. I will restore to you the years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the locust have eaten up. I'm talking about a divine reversal. 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 That everything you, everything you thought you lost, God said, I've got the ability to reverse it, and then I give you double. See, the man of God said this church at one time ran 350. At one time. And then the locust came, and the caterpillar came, and the canker worm came. And the palmer worm came. And God said, wait a second. You, the, God's like, you messed up. God's like, I want the enemy to know he messed up. Because I'm into divine reversals. I'm into divine reversals. And I can give unto you double. Three fifty plus three fifty is seven hundred. I'm seeing the atmosphere with this. Three fifty plus three fifty is seven hundred. Three fifty plus three fifty is seven hundred. Three fifty plus three fifty is seven hundred. I don't know what some of y'all have lost, but I'm going to tell you right now, there is a divine reversal happening in this house. All right. And so, praise the Lord, I, 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 I just believe that. And I'm declaring that. I'm seeding the atmosphere with it. Hallelujah. You must know that when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, now, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you received the ability to discern. It's called the gift of discerning of spirits. You received the ability to discern. Hallelujah. And discernment is not spooky. It's, it's like a radar that can pick up stuff in the atmosphere. Praise the Lord. And so when you receive, when you receive, uh, when you re because you have the Holy Ghost and you can discern, you must then inquire about what you are feeling. You must not immediately own what you feel. You must not immediately own what you feel. You must not get on the phone and start confessing what you feel. You must not just be calling the pastor and everybody else up to get counsel over your feelings. You know, brother, if I let the devil lie to me, if I let the devil lie to me, now, this, I'm just using this as an example. 
if I let the devil lie to me, I can, the enemy, if I'm open to it, the enemy will plant a seed in my heart that says so-and-so is against me. He will, he will plant a seed that says, so-and-so is against me. When the real fact of the matter is, you're discerning their rejection. You're discerning how they feel about themselves. Uh, and before you know it, he'll get you to believe in that one over there is against you, and they'll and he'll get them to believe in you're against them, and you haven't said two words to each other, but all of a sudden I'm operating based on what I feel. Ah, uh, God help me. Ah, uh, uh, oh, is this okay? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. Uh, now I'm operating on what I feel. And now I don't want to work with so-and-so. And now I don't want to operate with so-and-so. Oh, I'm digging some stuff up in here right now. I'm digging up some obstructions in this church right now. I'm digging up some potential obstructions that would come in here and try to obstruct the unity that God's trying to build in this church. Uh, I'm, I'm tearing it down right now. Don't you let the devil come to you and sow a seed in your heart and says well so and so don't like me that is a lie from hell you haven't even talked to each other but if the devil can get you to own something God have mercy. Somebody just lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost one more time. How much time do I got? I hope I'm not overstaying my welcome, but uh, hallelujah. I, I, I've got to believe that God's got so much more planned for this church than for you to get caught up in your feelings now. Don't let the enemy get you caught up in your emotions. Uh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Don't let a correction come off as rejection. Uh, don't let a course correction come off as rejection. Oh, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. Don't let the, a course correction come off as rejection. Uh, God wants you. God's got more for you. There is a double in your spirit. And if there's not a course correction, that's not rejection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, and so because and what will happen is, is that when you begin to feel and you begin to discern, and then this is what happens uh, to people, ma'am. They get to feeling stuff. They'll walk out of this red hot move of God. They'll get in their car and uh, they'll get in their car. And when they get in their car, they'll go down to the Golden Corral. And when they get down there to the Golden Corral or the Texas Roadhouse or wherever you go to eat, maybe it's, maybe it's the Alamo Steakhouse down here. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, maybe it's somewhere. And uh, maybe it's McDonald's for all I know. But w when you get in your car and start heading there, all of a sudden now you start getting this feeling come to you. Uh, and you're like, my God, I thought I just left a red hot move of God. And now all this is coming to me. Uh, all this is coming to me now. Oh, God, I must be depressed. I must be this. Ladies and gentlemen, please hear me. Uh, I'm not here to be rude, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, when that, you are not, listen to me. Uh, I don't care who told you you were. I'm telling you you're not. I'm telling you, I don't care who told you you were depressed. I don't care who told you you're down and out. I don't care. I don't care who told you that. I'm telling you they're a liar and God's word is true. Uh, help me. I'm going to tell you, you don't need to go seek out all this other stuff. You need to recognize it for what it is. And so you're feeling this stuff, sir. You're, we're feeling these things because, my brother, we can discern. And God is not letting you pick that up so you could own it. He's allowing you to pick it up so that you know what you're going to be ministering to uh, from here on out. Uh, 
Hallelujah. Because it's the will of God for depression to be driven out of this region. It is the will of God for suicide to be driven out of here. It is the will of God for it to be driven out. And I must first bring it to my people so they... Oh, God. Listen to me very closely. I want you to hear what I'm going to tell you. God cannot judge something until you show up. All right. I don't have time to unpack that. But let me, let me, just, let me just tell you this. You cannot, God cannot judge something unless you show up. Because you're God's governing body on the earth. Now, so when you're dealing with this stuff, ah, oh, Brother Wade, we got up there, we sang, we played, brother, you play that, you play that keyboard. It's awesome, my brother. I, I thought I looked at that earlier. I thought, man, why didn't God give me that kind of talent? Hallelujah. I'm thinking, why didn't God give me that kind of talent? Well, because uh, not everybody's you and not everybody's me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why, why didn't God let me be a, a great preacher like Vinny Azzolini? Praise the Lord. I've wondered that a hundred times. But God didn't call me to be Vinny Azzolini. Hallelujah. He didn't call me. He called me to be Bobby Wade. And I'm going to be me. Didn't God call me to be Gene Easterling? I wish God would have called me to be that, but no, I'm Bobby Wade. So you must inquire of the Lord. Ask God questions. Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Because it's not mine. Just because you felt suicide doesn't mean you're suicidal. friend of mine called me one time and uh, I had a friend of mine call me one time and he said to me he said uh, he said Bobby uh, I had this man uh, you, you've ministered there brother Azalini uh, I had this man call me he said uh, this pastor friend of mine he says uh, Bobby I had a man come up to me in my congregation today now this is a man that's in his early 40s and healthy young man uh, got I mean, nice-looking gentleman, clean-cut, got a nice family, got a great church. And he says, this man walks up to him in the congregation and says, the Lord has showed me he's going to take you early. So he calls me on the phone. And he says to me, he says, the Lord has shown me that he's going to take you early. And when he said it, I instantly got angry. And I said to him, I said, the Lord did not say that. He goes, well, how do you know the Lord didn't say that? Now, brother, this sounds arrogant, but this is the way it is. He said, how do you know the Lord didn't say that? I said, because that's not what God said to me concerning you. Right. Oh, praise the Lord. I said, that's not what God said to me concerning you. Uh, he said, well, what do you mean? What did God say to you? Uh, I said, God said to me, you're going to take that city. Uh, God said to me, you're going to have a breakthrough in that church. Uh, God said to me, I'm going to tell every one of you that have received a voice of defeat, I'm going to tell you right now, God did not say that to you. God did not say that to you. I know it looks bad right now, but that's not the way it is. Oh, hallelujah. Throw your hands in the air one more time and worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must ask the Lord, where is this coming from? That's why I told you in this altar earlier, ma'am, do not receive the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. 
Well, okay. Do not receive a report from the enemy. Hallelujah. Now, I'm, we're breaking this up because here's what God sent me here to tell this church. What the Lord sent me here to tell this church is from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 2. In Deuteronomy 2, at about the third verse, the Lord says to Moses, you tell the people they have come past this mountain long enough. You have come past this mountain long enough. You have passed the mountain of fear long enough. You have come past the mountain of doubt long enough. You have come past the mountain of apprehension long enough. You have come past this mountain long enough. Ah, there's a confirmation in here right now. You have come past this mountain of, uh, you know, uh, you know, just indecision long enough. God is saying to greater faith, I have taken you uh, and I have provided you through your wilderness experience. I have given you the manna. I have given you water out of the rock. I have caused you to be sustained where you've been. But I am now telling this church to turn and go northward. I'm telling this church now to turn and go where it's never gone. I'm telling this church now to turn. I'm telling this church to make a turn. I'm telling this church, you have come past the mountain of the familiar long enough. You, uh, I am telling you now that God is saying that your services are not going to be that predictable anymore. You're not going to be able to predict what's going to happen. Oh, you're going to have a plan, but you're not going to be able to predict. You're going to... You're going to have a plan, but you're not going to be able to predict the outcomes because I'm taking this church out of the mountain of familiarity and I'm telling this church, you've been around this mountain long enough. Now it's time to turn and go north. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and tell him, you circled that mountain long enough. Hallelujah. You've circled that mountain long enough. Some of you have been holding on to offenses for years. You have circled the mountain of that offense long enough. Oh, I'm going to take it out of here tonight. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you right now, y'all took a bunch of trash out of here in the physical. But God's saying now it's time to take the trash out in the spiritual. It's time to take the trash out. It's time to take the trash out. Hallelujah. I appreciate what that good brother said about laying your burdens down here. But I am going to just tell you one more other than that. I'm going to tell you take that trash and throw it out there in the sea of forgetfulness. As, uh, Uh, is this all right, Pastor? We okay? Because uh, I, I, I come to tell you right now, I come to tell you some of you have come past the mountain of offense long enough. It's time to let that go. It's time to let go of who hurt you. It's time to let go of who let you down. It's time to let go of the daddy that didn't love you. It's time to let go of the mama that walked out on you, that liked their drugs more than they liked you. Oh, yeah. It's time to get past those words that entered into your heart and your spirit when you was a teenager, when they told you you was never going to amount to anything. That devil is a liar because I'm more than a conqueror.
God said, you've compassed that mountain long enough. You've held, you've held that offense against yourself long enough. Now it's time to let it go. You've compassed that mountain long enough. You know how to beat yourself up. But God said, I, you're my son. I love you as my son. Uh, you're my son. And guess what, brother? I'm going to tell you right now. All the times that you feared that you didn't want to pray because, well, you didn't think God was going to accept you and you're just going through it and think, well, if I could just make it, I'm going to tell you right now. The Lord sent me to tell you you are his son and he delights in your approach and he's looking for your approach because he's going to lift these burdens from you. All the burdens of your past are being loosed from you right now in the name of Jesus. You've come past that mountain long enough. There's greater for you. There's greater for you. There's greater for you. I remove from you every wall of distrust right now in the name of Jesus. I break down every wall of distrust right now. Oh, somebody lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost right now. My God. Oh, my God. My God. No, I said somebody better pray in the Holy Ghost right now. God's saying it's time for this church to turn and go north. It's time for this church to turn and get out of the familiar. It's time for this church. Oh, Brother Wade, we just, we, we haven't even got the pastoral installation yet. I'm telling you right now, when that man of God talked about crossing a threshold, I'm telling you, uh, uh, something just leaped in my spirit because I knew what God had sent me to tell this church. I knew what God had sent me to tell this church. God said it's time to turn and get out out of the familiar. Well, Brother Wade, don't you think we should wait to the pastoral installation? No, I do not. I'm going to tell you right now, God's die has already been cast. God's, God's approval has already been set. Next week is just going to be a formality. But the Spirit already knows. The Spirit already knows. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet and lift your hands in this house. Uh, the Spirit already knows. The Spirit already knows. The Spirit has known. The Spirit world already knows. The Spirit world has known for six months. Uh, the spirit world has known for six months. Uh, I'm going to tell you why God sent to you a man like Vinny Azzolini. Because I want you to know Vinny Azzolini is, he is a, he has a militant anointing. Uh, hallelujah. And it's going to require a militant anointing to go where you're going. Uh, hallelujah. That's why God brought up Vinny Azzolini in this church. Uh, Brother Wade, I thought we would just take it easy, you know. Uh, why are we so aggressive? Uh, I better not. I, oh, God, help me. Uh, why are we so aggressive? Uh, why are we so, why the, the big push? Uh, why the big push every service? Uh, why every service does it feel like uh, we got to push like it's the last? Because uh, it might be your last. Uh, why? Why does uh, we, why do we got to push so hard? Why can't we just take it easy? Because the territory God has planned for this church, there cannot be a bed of ease. There cannot be any taking it easy. There cannot be. So I'm going to tell you right now, you that got your shoes off and got your slippers on, it's time for you to get your shoes back on and put your slippers in the closet because you ain't going to need them right now. We got to have some militant people that says we are well able to take the land. Somebody shout, we're well able. We're well able. Okay, not all of you did it. I'm going to say it again. Somebody shout, we're well able. We're well able to take the land. We're well able to take the land. We're well able to take the land. 
we're well able to have the victory. We've been compassing this mountain of insecurity and inadequacy long enough. It's time to turn. It's time to turn. Well, and I want you to know something as I'm closing. I want you to know something God didn't say north because he didn't have another direction to say. He didn't say north because he didn't have another direction to say. I'll tell you why he said north. Because if you look up the word north, my brother. If you look up the word north in Hebrew. See, in the word of God, everything means something. It's not random. If you look up the word uh, uh, north in the scripture, uh, in Hebrew, it literally means hidden or mysterious. It means a dark place. In other words, you can't, you, you, you can't just, it's a place of the unknown. And that's why some of you, some of us have been on the wait and see list. Some of us have been on the wait and see list. Uh, it doesn't mean you're a devil. It just means, uh, it doesn't mean you're a devil or you don't love God. It just means it's unknown to me. Uh, but I got news for you. God said, it's time for you to turn and go north. It's time for you to turn and go into the unknown. It's time for you to turn and go where you've never gone. Trust you me. This man right here is operating in the unknown as much as you are. But he hears a call from God saying, come on. I'm taking you where you've never been. I'm taking you where you've never been. I'm taking greater faith where they've never been. You talk about greater faith. Now I'm going to test that. You've compassed the mountain of you've compassed the mountain of distrust long enough. You know how we are. We're always suspicious of somebody. We're always suspicious compassed the mountain of suspicion long enough hallelujah the man, got, the man got up here and talked about you know cutting the strings from, from finances and all that jazz you know what sis I want to tell you something you can tell if you love money or not when God talks to you about it and you have an emotional connection to it okay I'm not going to get into that Brother, God said, I'm, I can't expand your, I can't give you more resource if you don't allow your capacity to be expanded. So God's saying greater faith. Did you know in the Bible that the north, the north winds was the winds that brought rain? He said, if you leave the place of the familiar, that which had not received rain in years, those dry areas of your life will begin to get saturated again. He said, he said, if you, he said, not only that, but if you study the scripture, you'll find that it was the north winds that drove out the clouds. So now I can see clearly. I might be, the confusion is gone. Oh God. I, I might be in a place I've never been. I might be in a place I've never been. I might be in a place I've never been, but I'm not confused about where I am. I'm not confused about where I am. And just in case you're confused about where you are, let the Holy Ghost wind blow that right out of your life right now. Ah, let the Holy Ghost blow that right out of your life right now. Because you're not to be confused. Your feet are planted in the right place. Turn! Turn!
you have compassed this long enough. A door is not about to open. A door is open. I'm going to tell you something right now. God's not about to open doors for this church. The doors are already open. The doors are already open. You know what the problem is? The problem is the enemy has got some of your minds discombobulated. It ain't going to be after today, though. I'll tell you that right now. He's had your minds discombobulated and got you all sidetracked because there is things that come with going into the unknown. This ain't familiar to me. I'm feeling things I've never felt. I'm hearing things I've never heard. This disrupts everything I thought. Am I talking to anybody? Or am I just talking to me? This just disrupts everything I... I some, somebody said, well, I've just been raised in church, and this is not the way so-and-so did it, and this is not the way so-and-so does it. And Well, Joshua didn't do it the way Moses did it either. Oh, God. I, Joshua didn't do it the way Moses did it either. But Moses didn't take him in the promised land either. Okay. Well, praise the Lord. Moses wanted to go, but Moses couldn't go, and so God raised up a Joshua. Moses was into the coddling. Joshua was in the conquering. This is revelation. I'm telling you right now. I, I'm not telling you something I got in my notes. I'm telling you this by revelation right now. Moses was in the coddling. Joshua was in the conquering. Joshua told the 18 tribes, I hope y'all let me come back, but hallelujah, where's the pastor's wife? Well, praise the Lord. You know, number one rule of traveling and preaching, if the pastor's wife don't like you, you're never coming back. I'm trying to, that's, that's facts. Mo, Joshua looked at eight, there was like, there was a bunch of tribes that Moses looked at, and, I mean Joshua looked at and said, they were sitting over there drinking hot chocolate and eating s'mores. And he comes up to him and says, what's going on here, man? Why ain't y'all up conquering? I'm not doing the conquering for you. I've been going for over an hour. I'm sorry. We're going so long. I mean, I got a lot of energy, brother. I've lost over 500 pounds. I used to weigh over 600 pounds. I got a lot of energy. 600 pounds is a quarter ton with cheese. So when you, he said, I'm not doing, let me tell you something. Don't ask the pastor to come and drive stuff out of your house. We're not coddling, we're conquering. We're not coddling, we're conquering. We're not coddling, we're conquering. If you're watching stuff up in your house and you want to know how come you can't get no sleep at night, drive that junk out your house. Turn that junk off. Uh, okay. They're coming to the music. I'm, I'm going to be done. because Hallelujah. I don't know how you have an altar call in this type, in this type of message. Really, I don't. Because I, I don't even know, I don't know how, because what I feel like is, is that God's put it on this church's responsibility. Yeah. 
I don't know how you have an altar call. I'm not even pressured about having an altar call. We had the altar call in the beginning. Hallelujah. Now God's left the word on the burden of responsibility on this church. Turn and go north. Turn and go north. Turn and go to the unknown. Don't go back to the familiar. Stay pushing. If you're going, I want everybody in this room, if you're going, I want you to praise the Lord with everything you have. And come on, if you're going, if you've made up your mind, if you've made up your mind, oh, hallelujah. Come on, tell the Lord, I'm going. Thanks for joining with us today. Be sure to check us out online at greaterfaith.church or find us on Facebook by searching My Greater Faith. There you can watch this sermon and others as well as live stream all available services. If you like what you heard today, be sure to follow our podcast for new sermons and Bible studies as they become available. Greater Faith. Everyone's welcome. Nobody's perfect. And anything's possible.